Hey there, and welcome to the Love, Laugh, Let It Go podcast. I'm Lindsay, and if you're anything like me, you've let perfectionism, timelines, and the opinions of others control your life and hold you back. Yikes. Girl, it's time to change that, and I'm so glad you're here. On this podcast, we're all about loving ourselves, laughing as we figure life out, and letting things go that stand in the way of living the lives we've dreamed of. So let's freaking go as we love, laugh, and let it go together. Hey, 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 and welcome to today's episode. We are going to be talking about something that is like super important and also so challenging, um, especially as people in our 20s and 30s. I think this is such a weird time in life. Um, And so we will dive into that shortly. But as always, before we get going, let me catch you up on life over the past week. Um, It's been pretty great. I spent this weekend like in the sun on the boat. I intended to be pretty productive. Uh, Wasn't. Um, I did get to spend some time with one of my girlfriends up in the Belfast area. And we spent a lot of time outside, went to a winery. It was so fun. Um, I hadn't caught up with her for a couple months. So always so nice to catch up with friends. And um, I usually record the podcast on the weekends. Last week, obviously, I didn't because I was traveling. Um, And then this week, I just, you know, stayed on the boat all weekend. So a little bit of a creative funk um, when I'm productive. That's actually when I think of content. And I just really wasn't productive this weekend. So I really didn't have content to think of. And then this just came to my mind. So uh, what we are going to talk about is life chapters. So I've been reflecting a lot on like relationships and friendships that I have in my life and how so many of those right now, we're in different seasons of life. And that is so cool, but it can also be so difficult. And maybe you can relate. So when I was in my late teens, early 20s, all of my friends for the most part went to college with me. Like the people I spent the most time with were going through the same things in life. Like we were going to class, we were going to parties, we were doing sorority things, we were spending a lot of time at the mall, we were, you know, just doing a whole bunch of stuff. And it was really easy to relate to each other because we were experiencing what life had to offer um, at the same time. And there wasn't a whole lot of differences, if you will. Like, sure, like some people were in relationships, some people weren't. Uh, Some people were involved in certain activities, whereas some people were involved in other activities. But all in all, we were experiencing college together. And so there was always something to do. And now that I am 29 and almost 30, all of my friends who I still love so, so much are in different chapters of life. Um, And that is a broad spectrum. Like for me, as I've been very open, like I'm almost 30 living at my parents' house, recently divorced, like figuring out what life looks like now when I thought I had to figure it out, you know, four years ago. Um, But then I have friends who have children, who are expecting children, who are planning their weddings, like who are divorced like me. And there's just so much going on that I think sometimes it's so easy to get lost in what those relationships need to look like right now. And I am the first person to admit that I am super stubborn and sometimes maintaining healthy friendships with people in different chapters of life has been really difficult for me because I, 
you know, expect that people know what I'm thinking so I don't, you know, voice my needs or whatnot. Um, and maybe you're like this too. It just like, you think people know what you need. Uh, you assume that you know what other people need. And then it creates this barrier and this distance between you. Um, so for example, like there were friends that are going through a whole lot right now in life. And I won't get into that uh, because that is not my story to tell. That is absolutely their story to tell. Um, but what they're experiencing in life right now looks very different than what I'm experiencing in life. And I was struggling the first part of this year with all of the changes that were going on in my life. And I just expected everybody in my circle to know that and to just be there for me in the way that I needed them to be there for me. But I'm not usually the type of person that needs that support. So honestly, I don't even know that it occurred to them that I needed that support. And so then I I grew resentful. Again, I, I talk a lot on this podcast about establishing boundaries and I just never did. Um, and sometimes establishing boundaries means telling people in your life what you need um, rather than what you don't need, right? So I wasn't telling anybody what I needed. I just expected people to know what I needed and I wasn't getting that. And so it was making me super frustrated. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to text them because they haven't texted me. And it turns into this like super childish, unhealthy cycle. And finally, I kind of snapped out of that and I was like, whoa, like, let's step back and pause for a second and evaluate the situation. And let's think about what other people are going through right now in life because you know everybody is experiencing something I see it all the time on the internet like don't judge people you never know what type of internal battle that they're fighting right some variation of that I just butchered it a little bit but like you don't know what other people are going through so if you're not speaking up for yourself and if you're not communicating with them in an effective manner all of this resentment that you're building up absolutely makes no sense um So I finally had to like, you know, look in the mirror and be like, what do you want from these people that you love and have been with you forever in life? Why are you upset with them? And is the reason that you're upset with them something that they have any control over? And sure, yeah, they have some control over that, right? But if they don't know why I'm upset, how in the world are they going to fix the problem? So what I'm saying here is you need to express what you need from people. And I know that can be really uncomfortable to do, to express what you need from people, what you want from people. Because as humans, like we don't like to ask for help sometimes, especially as perfectionists, right? So when you get super vulnerable in your feelings, like that feels uncomfortable, And I haven't talked a lot on this podcast about the Enneagram, but at some point I want to have somebody on this podcast who can do a much better job explaining the Enneagram. But essentially what it is, is it's, to dumb it down a little bit, it's like a personality test and there's nine different personalities, if you will, um, that people fall into. And I am an Enneagram 7. So I'm an enthusiast and I'm positive and like always go, go, go and looking for the next best thing and like just, you know, extrovert to the extreme. Um, But 
interestingly enough, when I discovered the Enneagram, I typed myself as an Enneagram type one, which was a perfectionist. Um, and the way the Enneagram works is you are an Enneagram number. And then in like when you're in a healthy state, sometimes you lean on a different Enneagram number. And when you're in an unhealthy state, you lean on a different Enneagram number. Um, and when you're in an unhealthy state, you kind of take on all of the worst characteristics of that particular Enneagram. And an Enneagram 7 in an unhealthy time in their life will go to an Enneagram 1, which is that perfectionist thing. Um, and I was being super critical and I was expecting so much of not only myself, but other people in my life. And it was, it, honestly, it became like a toxic situation that I was creating um, without even realizing that. So for, I think, two years, like I typed myself as an Enneagram one and there was nothing wrong with being an Enneagram one if you're a healthy Enneagram one. The problem was I'm an Enneagram seven and I was going to that unhealthy one place and not even really fully aware that that's what was going on. So the other cool thing about the Enneagram is once you figure out what your type is, it helps explain or helps you understand. I, I shouldn't say explain because I never want to explain or explain away certain behaviors, but it helps you to understand yourself a little bit more. And then once you start talking to other people who have also you know, figured out what type they are on the Enneagram, it helps you like gain a better understanding of that person and helps you communicate with them more effectively. And it really, honestly, like for me, it opened up this whole new world of like, there's things that make certain people tick that don't bother other people. And there's certain things that really bother some people that other people are just like, oh, that's no big deal. Um, so I just think it gives us such a broad understanding of people in our lives, which when you have understanding for those people, you also have empathy and you can also relate to them better um, and communicate with them more effectively. So if the Enneagram isn't something that you have explored at all, I would highly recommend checking it out. Um, a book that I found super helpful was called uh, The Road Back to You. And I cannot remember who it's from. I should have looked it up before I started recording this podcast, but I will link it in the show notes so you can check it out. But it goes through all of the Enneagram types and you can read through them. Um, and each chapter starts with a list of characteristics of each Enneagram type. So that is a great place to start. Um, and anyway, it just it's super helpful for bringing, you know, you self-awareness, but also awareness for other people in your life. Um and that, I think, helps with all of those life chapters that we're talking about. So if you have made it this far, <laughs> thank you. Uh, hopefully everything has made sense today. Um, but if you are going through a season of life where you need your people in your life to show up in a certain way, and they are not, but they usually do, and you know that they love you and that they care about you, I would strongly encourage you to just reach out to them and tell them what you need and also find out what's going on with them, right? Because if there has been an extended period of time where you used to communicate on a regular basis and now you've just kind of like fallen off, but there hasn't been like a real falling out, um, sometimes that is just truly chalked up to, you know, you're experiencing different things in life right now and life is just crazy and chaotic and it's hard to keep up with 
you know, the demands of life and also maintain all of those friendships and relationships in your life. Uh, but sometimes it's just, you know, people just don't know what to do for you. And so they just take the back seat. So if this sounds like something that's going on in your life, I would just encourage you to reach out to them and, you know, tell them what you need, but check in with them, see how they're doing. Like maybe they're struggling with stuff that you don't even know about because they also are struggling with reaching out, asking for help. And you could just solve a whole world of problems, right? Like for each other. And friendships are hard. Relationships are hard. Um, but communication is something that we really need to become better at. And I think, you know, I've said it on this podcast before, social media is such a blessing and a curse at the same time because you can see what's going on with your friends on social media, right? Like they're posting and they're posting their highlight reel usually. So you're like, oh, they're doing well and this is happening in their life and everything's fine and perfect. Um, so why why aren't they reaching out to me or whatnot? But because we're seeing that, we often like just don't reach out because we think that, you know, there's something going on with us and it's never usually that personal. Um, and it's, it's just so, so important, um, to maintain those friendships and communicate and, you know, just say what you need, like tell people what's going on. So I think I've made my point. I hope I have, um, I've probably said it about 12 different ways at this point. So again, thank you for bearing with me. Um, I'm trying this new thing where I don't really script these at all. And I try to do this in one recording. Um, so we'll see how that goes. This is a true test run. This is, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But anyway, I just, I can't encourage you enough to not lose contact with those really important people in your life. Um, and stop being stubborn if you're stubborn like me and send the text, you know, dial phone number, FaceTime, whatever means of communication you use. Because uh, especially in a year, well, a um, year and a half, I don't know, here in three months with this pandemic, like life has just looked weird for everybody anyway. And then add on any number of life changes, whether it be babies, marriages, divorces, ending of jobs, new jobs. Like I could just, I could keep that list going, but there's just so much stuff going on right now. And it's so hard for people to keep up. So send the, send the text message, just, Hey, how are you? It doesn't need to be anything like super in depth, but start that communication. And in case you need to hear it today, because I sure as heck did like, I love you. You are such an amazing person and you are so capable of doing absolutely incredible things in this world. And you deserve to get from this life what you want. So start communicating with people and expressing what you want and what you need from them. Because unfortunately, as a society, we have not become mind readers. So you know what? Life's too short. Stop being stubborn and just send the text message. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved what you heard, it would mean the world to me if you would share it on Instagram and tag me at lovelaughlins so we can connect. Until next time, keep loving, laughing, and letting it go.